Hey everybody, welcome back after a long hiatus. Season 5. Yeah, that's what I meant. Season 5. That means that we've gone through 97 episodes. Yeah. So this is episode 98. Well, official. Officially episode episode 98. Not including all of your Patreon episodes. True. We're actually past 100. Yeah. But you gotta be a part of Patreon to know that. So, yeah. How was your vacation? Um, it's good. I uh, bought a new car. Fin- you decided you cr- you finally f- you were telling people you were going to, then yeah. you were trying to, then you stopped, and then you decided to, and then, and then my car broke down, <laughs> and then your car broke. But then you were gonna fix your car, and I did fix my car. Right, and then it died. I killed the car. Officially, you officially killed it. So, um, yeah, it was is dead, 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 dead. So it died. No, it's like it just needs more repairs, and I'm just like I'm not putting in more money. I wouldn't into bother. It. Yeah, yeah. So how so, yeah. Old is it? how old is it? 2010. It's 12 years old. So it's 12 years old. Yeah, and it has almost 200 thousand miles. So it's. So here's the thing: is that if you did you didn't buy it brand new though? The Avenger. Yeah. No, I bought it with like 50,000 miles in 2015. Okay, so somebody drove the hell out of it. Yeah. It was one other well, owner not really, before me, but and it was an yeah. old couple. So somebody drove it for five years, and then get, you bought it. Yeah. And you drove it for another seven. seven years. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's... I got my money's worth. It was like a $12,000 car. Like, yeah. I got my money's worth out of it, you know? Um, but yeah, so now I am a proud owner... Of a brand new 2022 Toyota RAV4. So there you go. Had four miles on it when we went there. Up and back. Yes. But dude, the car buying process, holy shit, dude. <laughs> I literally contacted every single freaking Toyota dealership from Clearwater to Naples. Okay. And I ended up going with the first one I contacted. <laughs> They were the first. I didn't know they were the first ones you contacted. Yeah, because I went through the Costco auto buying program. Oh, okay. So uh, they connected me with the one up in Venice, and then I was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to call around and try to find like the best deal either way, because maybe I could find something that is what I'm looking Comparable. for that be you know cheaper." And nope. Like, dude, dealerships. Some dealerships wanted twenty five hundred dollar down payment, or like not down yeah. payment, but like deposit to hold right. the car, and like. Venice was like, what are you buying a $150,000 car? I was like, no. They're like, that's how much a, that's how much I would need. $2,500 to hold for a $150,000 car. Right. And I was all like, okay, yeah, so never mind. But And then I went to another dealership that was going to have a used 2017 one and wanted a really good price on it. I showed up. He's like, oh, we just sold it last night. And then he kept on calling me and trying to put me in this other car. Dude, he kept on trying to put me in this GMC that had three rows of seating. And he's all like, yeah. He's all like, yeah, I'm telling you, that car with the GMC with the third row is what you need. I was like, what the fuck do I need three <laughs> rows of seats for, man? Did he think you were going to like have like a wife and like 100 kids at home or I something? I know, right? Do you, have, do you, do you like, give off that, that vibe I of guess like, so, hey, I've got I shit tons of children at home? Dude, like I told him, I was like, bro, I am a bachelor. I was like, women see three rows of seating. And they think I want kids. Like, no, you're supposed to be trying to put me in, like, a fucking Supra or something. Like a Corvette, like a sports car. Here, check out this Prius. Yeah, like, you're supposed to be trying to put me in a sports car. 
not a three-row how crazy is- GMC Yukon. Okay, but times out. How crazy is it that you're in your head? You're like, oh, I'm single. I'm supposed to be like in a put me in a sports car. And this guy looked at you and went, and went "This motherfucker needs a GMC with three rows." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. It was weird, but uh, yeah, I ended up just getting a Rav Four SUV with two rows, just the front just, and the back, just a regular row, just a regular row, just Not a regular even a row, just two seats, four yeah, seats Jesus. total. Yeah. So, but plenty of trunk space for the dogs. I really shouldn't call it trunk space when I'm talking about putting <laughs> live things hey, in You it. know what? <laughs> I yeah. Uh... But yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh it was it was a fun experience. It was super fun spending a lot of money. But dude, that car, okay, so what I'm about to say, everyone that's watching this is probably going to be like Dude, yeah, that's all fucking old ass technology. But you know what? It's new to me, and it is incredible, dude. It's the things that these cars are doing right now. What do you mean? Everyone's goes. You, it says you said it's a twenty twenty two. Yeah, but I got like so, the basic trim level. So like they're like, mm, yeah, here have all the old technology. <laughs> like, but it's still new to me. <clears throat> so get this right. Um, this car has <clears throat> lane assist. So. When you're driving, it looks at the sensors on the road or the the lanes on the road. Right. And Has a camera. It, yeah, and it steers you and keeps you into your lane. Right. The adaptive cruise control, I think, is the coolest freaking thing I've ever experienced. I was just like messing around or whatever, and I like I put it in cruise control when I was mm. uh, headed home last night, and the car in front of me started like as it went up to another car it saw the car and it slowed down to to adjust to adjust yeah right and then when the car went up to a red light my car slowed down and stopped and i didn't even have to touch a freaking brake yeah. stopped completely behind that car and then when it picked up my car picked up like i literally didn't have to I just sat there <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking lane assist adaptive cruise control I just fucking sat and it just drove me all dude unbelievable Unbelievable stuff. I just, I'm, I, I love my car so much. But and now, imagine had you had paid for all of the bells and whistles. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, could like probably like make me hot cocoa. Yeah, <laughs> suck your dick the way home. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Lick my asshole. I don't know. I'd be like, Adam's been driving for eight hours. He's gone nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone absolutely nowhere. I've had this car for forty-eight hours. <laughs> Now has ten thousand miles. I was on gonna it. say you put a hundred thousand miles in forty eight hours. Oh man! No, what's, yeah. what's a feature? Is there a feature on the car? And you can say this now that you purchased it. But is there a feature on the car you wish you would have purchased, or you wish you would have been like, ah, oh, fuck it, if I had to do it again, I'd probably just look, got this or got that. Um, this, uh, like I always, I always do that. When I always yeah. buy a car, I'm always like, damn it, I should have just. Eh. But yeah, but it's it, it wasn't worth it's the not money. A, it's still. not a big deal, but yeah, like the higher trims had oh power and heated and cooling cooling seats, AC seats. That's cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> pun. <laughs> but that's badass. Cute. That's badass. Right. You know what I mean? How it's like ventilated seats or whatever. So it like on a hot day, the AC blows through your seats or however the fuck that. I works. have no idea how it works, dude. That's awesome. Like <sighs> I know heated seats are good work. Right. But no, they had now have like AC ventilated seats of some sort. Do you have heated seats on yours? No. Hmm. 
Because it's not power seats. It's just basic ass seats. Hmm. But like I don't need power seating. Like I don't I'm not that I'm not that lazy where I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, no, I don't, I don't need that. Like I can have a little lever and like move my seat. And like, fine. yeah, you know, um, but let's be honest. You're not moving it because we're six foot three. So that yeah, shit just exactly. goes back and stays there forever. <laughs> exactly. It goes all the way back and sunk all the way down. And, and that's where it stays. And that's where it stays until the car dies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, people ride the back seat. Can you move your seat up? Nope. I'm driving. <laughs> sure right. can't. You got to, dude, being this tall, you get used to telling people, you might want to, if they have to sit in the back, you might want to sit behind the passenger. Yeah, you're going to sit on the other side. Yeah. Um, no, there is one, and actually uh, a buddy of mine pointed it out or whatever when I was showing him. Because I opened up the, the, the latch in the back of the trunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when he went to go close it, he was like, where's your button to close it? Uh, yeah. And I was all like, no, dude. You gotta push it down with your hands. Old school. He goes, What the? F- this is a brand new car and there's no button to close the door. I was like, Don't be fucking lazy, bro. Just close the fucking door. But I do kind of wish I had that. <laughs> you were looking when we when we went and saw the car, you were looking for it. Like, is there a button? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was, I, it, I thought it was something that would come standard. So did I. But no, that's with the the XLE and uh, Adventure yeah, and, all, and the like, all of the other ones. ones. Except I found out that the RAV4s, it's not a button. It's a foot sensor. I did that on your car. Did you? I put my foot there to see if it would do anything. Yeah, no. Those ones have a foot sensor, so you, like, kick your fucking bumper, and then the door will close or open, which is cool if you got your hands full. Right. But, like, I'm fine. I could just close it So, of all the things that you wish your car had, is that that one thing you wish you were like, ah? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that I was just like, I wish kind of, you know? Right. But everything else, I mean, everything that I mainly wanted came with the basic trim levels. So, I was like, why am I going to spend... Seven thousand dollars more, you know, or five thousand dollars mm-hmm. more, getting a bunch of leather little shit that I don't really need. I mean, the AC blows out cold. It's freaking freezing, dude. I literally, I put the AC at the lowest setting because it's fucking so freezing. cold. That's good though. <laughs> like, I mean, that's good though. But you I also car just that... had a car that had no AC, yeah. <laughs> and I had to roll the windows down. You know, and only two of them worked. So, hey, everybody, we'll take a minute here to talk about bubbly bath and body. Do you want to be silky smooth? Try Bubbly Bath and Body. They specialize in skincare products that are natural and plant-derived. They want to give you the product that you can trust that isn't harmful to your skin. So if you're looking for something more natural and if you're looking for something that make your family more healthy and make better decisions for you and your family, then go to bubblybathandbody.com and make sure to check out the Ray Hart Collection. If you check out the Ray Hart Collection, you can see all kinds of different setups that we have for our package deal, so to speak, I think it was. Have you checked out any of the, the Ray Hart Collection yet? I have, actually. Uh, you've got like Peacock's Up. Like A lot of it is all different jokes, but if you read the description, you get 20% off that automatically. And if you type in Rundown, you get an additional 20% off. So you get double the deal. Yeah, it's a double deal right now. So again, use the code RUNDOWN at checkout to get yourself 20% off anything on their site. But if you go to the Ray Hart Collection, we've already pre-made some collections that are already discounted. So definitely check out bubblybathandbody.com. So, drunk. I got really enthusiastic and just punched myself in the balls. Cool. I'm okay. <laughs> you know, people Hands that are, are going people up here. Th- here's the thing. People that are listening to the podcast right now don't know what just happened. Yeah. 
People that are actually just audio listening, oh. going, "What? What? Why did it just pause? Did it get? Did it, is it over? Sorry, no, I just <laughs> no, it's, it's not just over. My right nut, I just Adam just fucking hit it, grazed himself. <sighs> All right, I'm okay. Anyhow, okay, so your Steve Raccoon is a jerk shirt. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about merch for a minute. Dude, I dug this out it. of my freaking I know, it's closet. Old school. I was like, oh, it's one man, of the original. I haven't shirts. seen it in a while, so I was like, yeah, I'll throw it on. It's like Matches first first season or second season shirt. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. It's not long available. No, I mean it, the joke is so old. I don't even I, think half of our listeners know about. They Steve. don't. They don't even know. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's gone. This shirt right here just left at the end of August. It just it's no more. Right on. But now we got Sarcasta merch. Sarcasta merch is out. Uh, it's, 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 it's all over the freaking place I mean I don't know It's um, There's a bunch of different stuff I don't want to give anything away I want you to go on to RayArtRundownMerch.com yeah. check, check out the slides The slides are hilarious I feel like those ones are going to like They're going to sell like crazy Well let's hope so I mean I We'll see Like I already have friends that are like Yeah I'm buying those <laughs> <laughs> Well they are Again they are officially out And they're officially available To purchase now on RayHeartRundownMerch.com, um, it's a whole line called Sarcasta Merch. It's just basically a bunch of stuff, a bunch of merch stuff. And we, we were like, oh, did we come up with a new design? And it was just like, it was kind of a joke. Um, like, oh, we have T-shirts, and oh, we have this, and we have that. And it was just kind of like, oh, throw this, you know, rude phrase on there or whatever. Like, we have like a little makeup bag that says, like, tools to make me look normal for the yeah. for the ladies. Things like that. Just like stupid things like that. Like coffee 75 percent coffee 25 percent mind your business on the new mugs things like that <laughs> so check it out uh march.com of course i guess that's three times i've said it now so if you haven't if you haven't caught on yeah sorry uh what else what else what else what else what else aside from you getting a new car there's nothing i mean over the last few weeks we've just been chilling just been yeah relaxing taking, enjoying the time off just stopping you know been I'm, meaning to take a vacation, but I didn't have a car. <laughs> you didn't have a way to so, go anywhere. You went to Disney again. I always go. Yeah, you always you, go. I'm not, that's no, that, they know this. I'll go yeah. again. I stayed I might with go. the dogs. I might go this weekend. Well, I might just go just for If going. I wasn't working, we could take the new RAV4. Well, <laughs> you have to work now to afford the RAV4. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so now that you have a new car that you could go anywhere with, you can't go nowhere because you have to go to work. Because you have to go to work. Yeah, yeah. It's a double-edged sword. Yep. So that yeah, that's the only hard part of doing what you're doing. I haven't had car payments in years because I, I paid my car off early. Right. Like <clears> I had like a five-year loan. I paid it off in like three and a half, four years. You you can do that with this one too. I'm a. I'm sure it's how I'm gonna try. Yeah. Like yeah, like seasons here are coming up, so I'm just like. Season money, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. gonna, yeah, as much as I possibly can. But yeah, it's different having a car payment again. Knowing I'm like, fuck. Did you have to get? You had to get full cover insurance too, then, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you had to do my insurance doubled. Your in, oh, it doubled. It doubled. Yikes! So now I have a car payment, and my insurance doubled. So. But I mean, it is. I needed it, you know. Right. And the one I got is, like I said, super nice. Um, matter of fact, let's roll the clip. Hey, peacocks! Here we are at uh, Venice Toyota, getting ready for Adam here 
to buy his new car. Not brand used. New. Brand new. How many how many miles on it? Four. Four miles. Four miles. It's gonna get more mileage going home. <laughs> yeah. Right? A lot more. Like a lot more. Yeah. Alright, so uh, we put together a little video to show you some of the lot, some of the stuff of uh, we're doing here. So uh, take Me a look. acting like I know what I'm actually talking about. This is also true. So take a look and uh, uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. It's a nice Lexus. Jesus Christ. Because they need a change if it had four miles on it. There, my guy. No, no, I can do that again. I'll show you looking like you know what you're doing. It's all good. There you go. There's Adam being fake. Cool. I don't. I'm not telling them. You're checking the oil on a brand new car. I'm teasing you. <clears throat> Did you want us to push his old car here for you? Yeah, it wasn't. It lives where there it's at right now. So. Yay! Welcome to America. Oh, man, I feel like an actual adult now. Now I just need an American Express, and I'm like... You're super stoked, though, you know. You know you are. Yeah, I just spent a lot of money, though, so I'm like... I'm, I'm stoked and heartbroken. <laughs> so you're definitely going to work tonight. <laughs> yup. I'm going to light myself on fire twice as much today. Alexa. Play the Ray Hart Rundown. Here's some music by Red Hot Chili Peppers on Amazon Music. That's not even close to what I said, but okay. So that's my new car. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's the new that's the new whip. All black. Uh, dark metallic gray. Dark. <laughs> that's code for black. <laughs> <laughs> Dark metallic. Really? Really? <laughs> what color is this? Stark fluorescent neon clear. <laughs> what? No. It's not pink. It's lightish red. Yeah, lightish red. <laughs> Otherwise known as pink. Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that was fun. That was a fun trip to go and do that. Uh, I wanted to do more. We wanted to do more stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, here's the thing: is I'm going to do more stuff. Cool. I know you've got to work, and that sucks. And I'm sorry, yeah. but you got to pay for that new truck somehow. 
Yeah. Magically. Dude, oh my God. It was a straight shot from the dealership to my house. And I still got lost. <laughs> yes. I drove him to the dealership. Then I let him get in his new car. And then he took his new car this way. <laughs> Home is this way. Yeah. He has a GPS on the car. Home. The way he decided to go. I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's going on an adventure. <laughs> Maybe he said, screw it. I'm going to go right on an adventure from here. Yeah, I ended up going uh, 20 minutes north. It somehow worked out, though, because you ended up you ended up like five minutes ahead of me. I, yeah, well, because I jumped on the highway before you did. Yeah. So I was going like fucking 85 the whole way. Right. So you made up your made up the time. Yeah. That's good, though. So. But yeah, that was a fun trip. Again, I, I mean, and now that we're going to do season five or whatever, uh, getting started here. At the Dude, right I'm now, super season. excited for season five because like finally we're getting the guest area set up. We're getting... Everything just bought all new lighting equipment, a new table that's going to be coming in here, and like it's going to be a lot better. It's going to, and especially like once we get everything hung, like the lighting and stuff, then it's literally going to come in and we're just going to be like, click. (laughs) It's going to be worse. Seriously, if we could just like flip a switch and everything just fucking kicks on. You know, because as of right now, it's all like, all right, turn on each individual light. Yeah, that's still probably going to be a thing. I don't like, yeah. think there's going to be a flip a switch situation. Uh, just because there's so many plugs for so many lights. Maybe. Maybe it's. <gasps> hey, Google, turn no. on the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's why. Oh, I my get. God. So, uh, I've been watching Doctor Who lately for the first time. Ever. Have you ever seen that show? I saw one of the seasons. I don't remember what season it was, but it's always different, so I'm like, uh, I never I never kept up with it. It's not like I, I did it. I tried it, and I was just like, this is it for me. It dawned on me on an episode I was watching last night. It's the live-action Rick and Morty. Okay. <laughs> but not You can think vulgar. that, but, if you, but here's the thing. With time, tra- time travel and different worlds and things like that, I mean, people are like, oh, Back to the Future was, you know, the live action Rick and Morty. And, you know, all of these things can be, it's, there's always a parallel to Rick and Morty on everything. Right. Because it's such a, ingrained in pop culture. One of the alien species in that show, the Daleks, there's like the sworn enemy of Doctor Who. Right. Since like the beginning. Since the beginning. Their spaceships literally look like Rick's. Do you think? That Rick and Morty did that on purpose. <laughs> yes, I think that Rick and Morty was actually based a little bit from the Doctor Who. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was. I think based is strong. I don't think it was based on. Not, I think, well, not yeah. I think they take a lot it of was liberties. Influenced. I think they take a lot of liberties with different sci-fi stuff. Because like, if you watch Rick and Morty or whatever, there's a lot of like, oh, there's like these guys that could be from you know this type of look goes from like Futurama, and then this type of look is from. You know right. the Orville or whatever, and I think they they tend to mend the Orville. They, they <laughs> tend to mend and mark like do their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you got to have a sharp eye, but there's like a lot of the stuff. Rick and Morty are notorious for hiding stuff in, but again, it's yeah. Their new season's about to start here, actually, too. Ah, oh, I can't wait. Like in a, another couple weeks, I think. So no, but I'm I'm really into that uh, the Doctor Who right now. Like it's. 
with the TARDIS really... and the screwdriver and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a really good show. I just are you watching to... the new season? No, I'm I'm t- I'm so far behind, dude. I'm on like season two, I think. I just got the new Doctor after season after the first one of the new series. Mm-hmm. So uh, the one that like everybody seems to like, I think his name is like David Tenham or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what actually got me on the show because I like I I ended up watching like an episode that was like seasons in about the library, which mm-hmm. was an r- amazing episode. Um, and then I was all like, "Oh shit, this is a good show. <laughs> I could start it over." <laughs> and I ended up watching. Now I'm, I've watched all of season one in like less than a week. Yeah. So, see, I you you always tell me like, oh, you have watched this show, you watch that show. I'm like, no, I'm too busy. I got too much shit going on. Like I've got, you know. Well, when I get much. home from work, like I wind down. Um, like I, if I get home at from work at like midnight because like I got cut early or whatever, then me winding down is watching a TV show. Next thing you know, I'm like five episodes in. And it's five in the yeah, morning. That's why. Like, oh shit! See, yeah. If I so, and here's the thing is that I I get home late. I won't even start it. Like, even if I get home midday and I feel remotely tired, like I could pass out, I'll even tell Jen, I'm like, don't start a show because I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I won't survive. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again. I'm not even going to yeah. survive it. So I don't even bother. So. Hold on. So you're lucky that you can watch shows. <laughs> but on a lighter note, um, inching closer to doing the stand-up thing. Yeah. I mean, I got a I got a notebook and I've got stuff written down in it. I've got my bits starting. I lost all of mine. Starting a set. I've got a set started already. I had a set and it got lost in my old phone. I don't remember. I think I remember. I remember some of the jokes, of course, but not all of them. I've done this thing now where I, when I've gone to work in I the morning, carrying a notepad again. When I gone to work in the morning, I've started to. Um. Test out your jokes. Uh, no, I did that already. I I know what's gonna land and what's in it, and and I know the the age bracket I can work with because I'll I the different ages of people that work at work, like you know the older guys or the the younger guys or whatever or right. you know girls or whatever. Um, so I kind of know what's gonna work with the crowd, but I, the way I wrote my my set or whatever, I've got it set up kind of like a choose your own adventure style. So I'll like ask a question. I'm not going to do any of it on the show today, but I'll ask a question. And depending on how the audience reacts, will make me go down to, you know what I'm saying? So I've got to memorize that 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 setup. Right and that's my plan. My plan is to like, okay, if the, if the audience reacts this way, adjust to do this joke. And if they do this, adjust to do this joke. You know what I'm saying? And I right. think that's how comedians do it. I would love, I'd love to sit and have a discussion this season on our show with comedians on how they do their joke writing. I think it's very curious. I saw our friend Carl's how he did his, and it was hilarious because he like pulled out old notepad note pieces of paper that were like cut up, like a snowflake. It looked like one of those Christmas snowflakes where you open it up after you cut it. I even texted him. I was like, when he showed, the, like he had it on his Instagram, and I was like, dude, that shit looks like it should be behind the Declaration of Independence, and Nicholas Cage should be looking for it right now. <laughs> that shit is crazy looking. And, uh, but he's like, oh, I've had these jokes forever. And I'm like, if you don't know them by now, throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, who am I though? I mean, again, I'm, I'm still writing stuff down and I, it's like one of those things where you got to test it and see what works and what doesn't work. But right. once I feel confident that I've got a set built, 
then I'll go. Like a lot of people are like, just go on stage and just go, just go try it, just go do it. But I'm the type, much like when it came to doing this podcast, I want everything ready to go and then go. And like kind of like everything set up and then we go. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like when we started this podcast, it was like, okay, make sure we get, before we, we're going to do a podcast, let's get the, let's figure out a logo, let's figure out music, let's figure out the microphone situation, let's figure out how to record. Once we got all that together, go. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it, this has come a long way since since the beginning. Since because you, like you and dude, me, we started with in, in a bedroom with in two a mics corner in a corner with two forty dollar a piece mics from Amazon. Yeah, let's let's yeah. bleep out the word Amazon. It's not <laughs> advertised for that company anyway. Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean. It was just like with like this desk and that desk, like just facing each other, right? Pushed in a corner. Didn't even have the cameras. Didn't we tried no. to use our phones and it still didn't work it out. Did, didn't yeah, have it didn't any record lighting. long enough. Yeah, there was not lighting. It was bad. It was awful. Yeah. So, but I mean, we got started, and now look at us. You know. Yeah. Now, now it's everything from Patreon to merch store to that. Yeah, man. So it's. I mean, it's it's you know, fun. Just took thousands of dollars of debt, and That's here all. we are. Just, just, <laughs> just a couple thousand dollars, and you too can have your own podcast show on yeah. YouTube, and make zero dollars. <laughs> That's the one question I get asked all the time. How much do you make? How much podcast? does a podcast make? Dude, I know. I'm I like, get, it's I get so, it's, it's the so, the startup involved to get to do the type of quality that I I, I want to put out. Right. Like, people will go, oh, I just started grabbing mic. Like, you could just, oh, just grab your phone and you could, you could do it from your phone. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah, you could do an audio podcast using your phone. We have uh, one of our sponsors, Anchor.fm. Yep. You can use your phone and it's free. You can start a podcast. I don't know why you'd want to, because the only way you're going to get listened to is if it, there's consistency. But you can. But again, for me, it had to be like, oh, I want it at. I I needed to be. It can start here, but I need the the preparation and I need the the knowledge to know that it's going to be here. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Hey, everybody. We'll take a minute from the episode here to talk about Campsite.bio. Campsite.bio started as a solution to the one link issue on Instagram, uh, commonly known as your website or bio link. Campsite.bio works as a landing page for your social accounts. So it can be used on any social platform where you want to share all of the links for your brand. And with that, it only takes two minutes, two minutes to get set up with a profile. So you know when you're on Instagram or you're on any social medias and you have like that one the ability to just they only give you one they give you one link. They give you one link that you can click and you can you're trying to tell everybody, hey, here's my website, here's this. But if you use campsite.bio in two minutes you can have a link for everything. Like we've used it on ours for like to show off YouTube clips, to uh, show off you can do merch uh, on their on there, you can do uh, I mean, it's just they integrate with TikTok. They integrate with Facebook. It's crazy. Definitely check them out because uh, campsite.bio is really the only brand link you'll ever need. That's right, Pop. And right now you can get a 10-day free trial and a $10 credit towards a pro account by going to rayheartrundown.com slash campsite. Wow. So, it was how, so it's $10 free credit. Yep. And 10 days free. Absolutely. Just for giving it a try. Yep. Uh, where is it, Bob? 
rayheartrundown.com slash campsite. So, and that's how you're walking into your stand-up? And that's exactly, full, full circle conversation here, that's exactly <laughs> how I'm, when I go to do my stand-up, when I go to sit, you know, when I go to get up on stage and to do an opener or set or whatever, or giving open mic at this point, I'm considered an open micer. Uh, okay, here we go. but here's, here's my thing, okay, is that I am not, I'm going to write my jokes, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to tell my jokes for stand-up, you know, if I decide to take that path which like i said i've been thinking about uh you're more dedicated into wanting to do it right i'm still like i like doing the movie thing you know right. um but i may do stand up here or there type you know so but i'm more like i'm gonna write my jokes i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna tell my jokes if they land great if not i've got to know how that feels See, I feel like the mm-hmm. way that you're setting up your set list mm-hmm. is that, like you said, you know what's going to hit and you know which way to lead the audience based off of which joke, how they react to which right. joke. So you're it's da- you're it's- trying to set yourself up to not fail, but I feel like <sighs> every stand-up comedian has to bomb at some point in time. And I agree with you. Because you need to know how that feels. You need to go on stage and hear crickets and try your fucking hardest to get these jokes to land with people and make people laugh and people are just like dude you suck you there's know what gonna I mean? be like, yeah you gotta you've gotta feel that so that eventually when you when that will happen whenever if you do have a bigger crowd because let's say you don't bomb right oh no I'm, years. I, I'm i'm guessing i will but let's my say, presumption let's, is no matter how say, much preparation i do my, my nerves, my nerves will get, hold on. My nerves will get the best of me, and I'll fuck this up. That's my just, thought process. Okay, because let's say you start off in a room of fifty people, and you okay. kill it. Then it's eighty people, and you kill it. Right. And you got hundred people kill it, hundred and fifty kill it. Next thing you know, you're opening up for somebody at like West Palm. That's yeah. like three or four hundred people. Now you've got five hundred thousand, fifteen hundred people in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you tank. It's a lot. I feel like it's a lot different to tank in front of 50 people than 1,500 people. I don't think so. You know what Um, I mean? I feel like because. I don't think so. And and again, this is one of those questions where we're going to come up with to ask the the comedians that we're going to bring on the show. But I feel like a group of 50 people are going to be a lot nicer than a group of 1,500 people that have like mob mentality. No, I I mean, I think the opposite. I think it's easier. I think it's I think it's easier to bomb, and I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm well, I'm gonna yeah. prerequisite everything I'm gonna say right now with, hey, I don't know for sure, but I think it would be easier to bomb with only fifty people because there's less people that would get the joke and or catch on. And in a room of crickets, there may be people fearful of laughing because laughter is contagious. Right. So if you can get a more majority of the room to laugh, more people will laugh. I've been hanging out at our local comedy club, um, which uh, has been a lot of fun. Like randomly, on you know, like even on even on like a Wednesday, like I was there like last Wednesday, hanging out, and uh, I was sitting with the comics off to the side, and we're just bullshitting or whatever. And it's the the, the place wasn't packed at all, and it was like that situation where there's like it could have fit a hundred plus people, but there was only like fifty. You know what I'm saying? It was a Wednesday, so yeah. Eh. But, but 
um, our buddy Carl went up, and he was opening. And it when you cold open, this is one thing he was we've talked talked about with him when he's he's told me when you cold open, people get there, they've had a drink or maybe they're waiting for their food, so they haven't laughed yet. So getting that first domino pushed over of laughter can be very difficult. So openers actually have the, in my opinion, again, I think have the hardest time to start the, the, the you know what I'm saying? Because like laughter is contagious. I think once you start laughing and you start getting the giggles, then dumb, dumber and dumber things can be funnier. Right. You know, you understand what I'm saying? And so I think as an opener, it may be a bigger, it may be a harder struggle. And I think that's, that's where I'm going to bomb or that's where I'm going to probably learn humility in the comedy world is being that opener. And I'm fine with that. I'm ready for that. As I say, I feel like every comic needs to feel that, you know? So that's why yeah. I just don't want you to try to set yours up basically not to fail. I'm kind of like with everybody else where it's like, dude, just do it. Right. You know what I mean? Go do it because you're going to fail. At some point in time, you will bomb. It's inevitable. Right. Dude, fucking Bill Burr bombed in front of Philadelphia in front of thousands of people kind of lost his mind lost his shit and right. yelled at everybody right but <clears throat> that was under certain circumstances that like the whole crowd was turned against everybody who was going up and everything there was like a whole interview you could watch about it but it was um but no like you're gonna bomb no matter how far you get into your career i'm sure professionals still bomb i mean look at dave Chappelle. dave Chappelle talked about on one of his first specials when he came back how he bombed in detroit mm-hmm. you know and he was already that was well after Chappelle's show and everything else so i just don't want you to get so far into your career and had this master plan of not bombing oh no no <laughs> and no, then no. bomb when it That's... matters the most yeah no <laughs> Like, you know no, I, mean? I don't want. Yeah, let me don't don't get it twisted. I don't want you to think that I'm I'm manipulating a set to create this um, avoidance of what will bombing or avoidance of minefields of bombing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The idea behind me creating the set is that I want my jokes to come across like every other comedian, very fluid. Right. I don't want to okay. be up there. I don't want to be the guy up there that's like, uh. <laughs> so how about? That chicken marsala, <laughs> right? It's good. I, you know, I don't want to be that guy by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. I don't so want to. Just don't be I that don't. guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, I, but, I, but my fear is my nerves. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. But if I have something that I'm oh, when I go up, if I'm already, if I've done it a million times or I've done it a hundred times in front of the mirror or whatever, and I'm ready to tell the story. And I do it, and here's like I was saying, a full circle conversation because I started this to say I do it at work. But what I do at work is aside from, I got like dog hair in my nose or something. You see this? I keep looking like I'm picking my nose. Put this on a gif. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so but, but at work, here's the thing. If I'm, like even if I'm not around somebody and I'm like driving a forklift or whatever, like and I'm just by myself like unloading a truck or something, uh, I will... Go into the routine. Right on. I learned that from I learned that from <coughs> Burt Kreischer. Like Burt Kreischer knows how long his some of his sets are. Like for example, his uh, Russian mafia story. Yeah, he knows it's thirteen and a half minutes long. So anytime he has to do something for a certain amount of time, he just tells that story in his head, and that gets him through thirteen minutes of you know what I'm saying. 
like, oh, the place will be here in 10 minutes. He was like, okay, it's, it's something's going to be, the table will be ready in 10 minutes. And then he'll start to tell the story in his head. So he'll know as he gets towards the end of the story that it's almost time. Like, that was the trick, like he said. So I'm not timing myself, but in my my own head, I'm like, okay, I'm going over, doing my job. But in the same token, I'm like, not. I'm like, out of my own, you know, and just going over things in my head. And like, okay, this would work, this would work, this would work. And it's helped because it's had me come up with more stuff. And I carry like a little notepad and I just jot things down. Right on. So I used to carry a notepad with me everywhere I went, just in case. And then um, phones came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was phones. Yeah. Then there was phones, which I, there was always phones when I still carried a notepad. I'm just very old school. Like, like, like I used to carry I a, prefer. I used to carry a voice recorder. Yeah. I Way was, back I was when thinking I was... about doing that too. I almost bought one actually uh, a couple months ago and then I realized, you know, phones, there, there's phones, there's phones. Yeah. Yeah. No. This was this was pre. <laughs> this was when phones were still a thing, but this was the early. Blah, this was the early two thousands, like ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one. Uh, this is when I was, had just started into screenwriting, and uh, I would carry an Olympus voice recorder, and if I came up with a line for like I did the same type of thing as I was reco- as I was writing the scripts or doing whatever, it's like oh here's, this is a good line, and I would just say it into the voice recorder. So that when I got home, I wouldn't I'd be like, couldn't forget it, because it was easier just to say it than to sit there and go and write it out. Because right. for whatever reason, when you're screenwriting, it's like when you write it out, you look at it a hundred times and go, "This sounds dumb." But if I said it and then played it back, immediately I could tell if it was going to work or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that worked out well, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you what happened to that voice recorder now. <laughs> there could be an entire script on it somewhere, and it's lost or sold or something. I don't even know. Buried. <laughs> yeah, buried. Buried in the landfill. So. But anyways, so that's my plan. So there you go. So there's an update on what we did. What we did on our summer vacation. Oh, yeah. I went to a bunch <laughs> of doctor's appointments. What happened with your hand? Oh, that's Thursday. We're not, Okay, so we're, we went through four weeks. There's still nothing. No, I went to other doctors, though. You got second opinion, you mean? No, well, no. Like, I, I went to other doctors. Like, I went to a, um, like, I got a physical Mm-hmm. And stuff. Uh, I got blood work drawn so mm-hmm. that they could just like test different things. Apparently, blood pressure is perfect. Yeah. Okay. Blood pressure is perfect. Um, my liver perfect. Don't know how the fuck that happened. You're still young. You're only 32. Okay. Yeah, but in my 20s, dude, I drank a lot. Kidneys are running great. Livers running great. Heart. Really shocked about that one too. Um, cause like corn dogs is life. <laughs> and you know like, that's a cholesterol they check your cholesterol yeah it's great cholesterol is great everything's great i went to a dermatologist got butt naked right there in the middle and was like check me great skin's great i'm great okay then <laughs> like, so there you go yeah i'm I'm perfect what do they say about your weight get fucked my <laughs> <laughs> doctor already knows He's like, what the hell? I'm like, dude. Yeah, your shirt's tucked in underneath it's your so, kitty right now. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I have got... No, so I got to yeah, I gotta lose weight, and she wants me to quit smoking. I need to start exercising yeah. more, and I got to quit with the vaping. Um, I, told you it was, I told you it was not a supplement to, like, smoking. That's exactly what it is. It is a supplement. <sighs> no. To smoking. Oh, supplement, yes. But, I mean, I'm sorry. It, it's not a... <laughs> Uh, it's, or it's a substitute. Substitute for smoking. Like, it doesn't help you quit. I, th- was, I thought it did, and it does not. Well, it I feel like it does. 
No, because you would have quit already. How long have you been doing that? You would have quit already. Yeah, but when I started, I was on 18 milligrams of nicotine. It's barely. You know what I mean? But, but it's here's, like just enough to make me not strangle somebody. But the other side of it. But eventually also, I'm just going to start smoking zero just to because I feel like I'm still getting it. And then once. Yeah. See, and, then, and, then it, and then it's like, well, I've been smoking zero for like a fucking week. I don't actually have a nicotine addiction anymore. I could just stop. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Or I, if I, I feel did, super stressed out, at least I'll just hit it and like think I'm I getting did, it. See, I like did placebo effect of yeah. calming me down. I smoked cigarettes Still for a while. Still be better than smoke, not, you know. I smoked cigarettes for a while and then did the vape thing, but then it was like three months and I was like, eh, done. I mean, I'm getting, Stupid, like I said, I'm getting so. closer to quitting. But like the doctor says I need to quit that. Uh, I need to, you know, start exercising some more. Because what it came down to is it's like for smoking, it's like, oh, you can only smoke outside or you can only smoke in designated areas. Well, now you can't even do that. Okay, right. But this is way back in the day. Yeah. With vaping came out, oh, you could vape anywhere, which caused me to actually, even though I was having a lower dose of nicotine. You were smoking more. I was smoking I was smoking more because I was able to vape indoors. Now you can't even vape indoors. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they won't even. So they don't even want like, you vaping uh, outside of a door. Yeah, they don't care. You know? They're they don't like, care. oh, it's... vape outside. Down the street and over on the other side of those trees. Yeah. People come down all the time from up north and they're like, they're coming to my bar and they're all like, you know, all right, man, can you, you know, do you want me to leave my license here? I just, I'm going to go smoke. Like, yeah, fucking just smoke right here. Like, I don't yeah. Here, here's an ashtray. And he's like, you could do that. Yeah, because other states like, don't. Yeah, I was like, dude, dude this is Florida, bro. <laughs> like, it's the fucking Wild West. Like, I think you would Do get what a, you want. I think you would get away with vaping in a lot more places if you didn't have the type of vape that blew smoke everywhere for no reason. No, yeah, if I just had, like, one of those disposable ones. Yeah, that, not, not the disposable could, like, ones. Hide. Not the disposable ones. If you had, there's a type, it's a type of vape. Not that one, but it's a type of vape that you can get. It's like a type of uh, cartomizer. And it doesn't have all the smoke. You get all the nicotine, you get your hit or whatever, but there's no smoke. So you right. can kind of get away with it, and then you won't get called out so much. Like, you're not allowed to smoke in theme parks at all. Vape, nothing. Nowhere. They're like, you want to smoke that shit? Go out to your car. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. And if they see you with it, they'll stop you and they'll be like, you've been told once. And after that, like, if they catch you smoking or vaping, it's one of those things where they can kick you out of the park for it now. So, yeah, because Jen still vapes from time to time. And I'm just like, you get kicked out. I'm going to be like, see you at the hotel. <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. even mess around. But, yeah, because I, I, know, I know they do it. But aside from that. Oh, so your hand thing. Yeah, that's uh, I find out on Thursday. What's up? I have an appointment on Thursday. Uh, I thought they were going to cut it open or sma- smash it with a book or some so shit. It's, uh, why are we book smashing it's it? A new, it's a Bible cyst. Okay. So why don't you smash a Bible? Why don't you put the you Jesus... You want to do it on the air? Put the Jesus on it. No, I don't want to do it on the air. No, uh, Thursday. Because it's uh, because I'm a new patient, mm-hmm. I had to fall under the new patient schedule, oh, okay. which is like months out. They're not going to put you out like you want, though. I still haven't had a good night's rest, <laughs> even on this whole freaking break ordeal. Like, Stop staying up watching just, shows. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I haven't had a good night's rest in a long time. And now that there's a new puppy at the house, yeah, that's something new. New pup. 
All right, let's do filthy trivia before we get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Be ready. Yeah, man. Start the music, and here we are. An astonishing 15% of women admitted to never looking at this in the mirror. Is it A, their vagina, B, their naked body, C, their own butthole, or D, all of the above? 15% of women admitted to never looking at this in the mirror. Their own butthole. Uh... I firmly believe that women look at themselves naked in the mirror. Okay. So it can't be all of the above. Okay. So you think it's their vagina or their butthole then? Those are the only other two answers. The amount of women that I've met that have bleached their buttholes, they had to wonder what it was like in order for it need to be bleached. So I'm going to say vagina. Correct! Yes! 15% 15% of women never bother to look at their vagina in the mirror. Yeah. So there you go. Good job, women. You'll look at your butthole, but you won't look at your vagina. <laughs> I don't know what the, right. I don't know what the percentage of butthole lookers are. <laughs> I could Have you not. ever done that? I couldn't tell you. No. Yeah, neither have I. I couldn't. Never I don't even had think I have enough mirrors and or the ability butthole. to bend that way, so forget it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Peacock's up. Welcome to season five. Now we got 23 more episodes to go. <laughs> just edited it with talking about looking at our own bottles. <laughs> all right. Later, guys. <laughs>